Welcome to another episode of Overpowered Podcast, Geeks the Machine Edition. I'm your host, Adelaide, and co-hosting, we have Jasmine. Uh, today we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episode 8, Byzantium. Okay, so I will start off with what I thought, and then I'll ask Jasmine in a second. Um, I felt this episode could have been just subtitled, No One Stays Dead. End. Uh, and with that, what did you think, Jasmine? Well, actually, Kelly Klein stayed dead, so... <laughs> No one who is white and male stays dead. The random white angels stay dead in the beginning. Why you gotta shoot holes in this? <laughs> Why? I'm just trying to help. Why are you defending them? Why? Um, Why do you do this? Uh, <laughs> um, as far as the episode overall, it was an eye roll for me. <laughs> I was just like, okay... Jack's dead. Jack died super early. Um, and it was just... I mean, we knew he was dying. And I'll get... I'll, like, wait till we get more into his actual death. The actual scene of it. But it was just like, Jack is dead. What do we do now? No one stays dead on my watch. I mean, yeah. That's basically what this is. <laughs> um... I want to say I'm actually mildly surprised you said it was an eye roll for you because you've mentioned that some of the emotional parts got you before. So I was actually kind of expecting yeah, you to know. have that this time. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like this episode, uh, it had me like I was a little misty. But at the end of the day, I was just like, eye roll. Like you could get me misty. I, I cried at children's movies. Okay. That's, this got me misty. So... I don't know if I'm going to slowly reveal that I have no soul. So <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> but it, it was just uh, I, I roll. But let's dive in, Adelaide. I'm ready. All right, cool. All right. So as you've mentioned, this episode picks up pretty much where the last one ended and Jack dies pretty much instantly. Uh, instead of, you know, I, I'll go mm. into it. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Jack is on his deathbed. He's surrounded by Dean, Sam, and Castiel. And Dean steps out of the room for a moment to like collect his thoughts and emotions. And Castiel follows him, trying to convince him to come back and be with Jack. Um, Jack has a moment with Sam where he asks, what's next? What do I do? Like, what's coming next? And Sam doesn't have an answer. Jack says it will be... Jack says that it will be... Even though he died. Even though Sam and Dean have died multiple times and have gone both to heaven and hell. He's like, I don't know, kid. At the very least, you could be like, of course, heaven awaits you, Jack. You're an angel. Okay, the, I knew you were going to go there, actually. I knew it. Um, <laughs> one of the things that got me with this one was, yes, that. Sam has died. But also, they have literally been in heaven before. They know what it's like. They know what's up there. So, yeah, you do have an answer. You do know he's probably going up to heaven. And he's probably going to be like, hey, look. I'm in my, I'm reliving my best memories. Blah, 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 blah. So, that bothered me. It bothered me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> like, it was stupid, and it was bothersome. But, I'm sorry, I had to interject. Continue with your recap. I mean, I was gonna stop there and ask what you thought. I was also gonna say, <laughs> what did you think of Dean leaving and Jack dying while Dean was out Okay, alright. Let's have, let's have this out, Okay. So you're telling me that Dean is like, I can't deal with death. People die around you every day, sir. Literally every day. 
And you're like, I can't deal with it. He's too young. He can't do this. Cassiel steps out and is like, it's okay, Dean. We're not talking about that, that whole oh, thing. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> but he steps out and is like, it's okay, Dean. Like, they basically hug and Sam is in there talking to Jack. Like, oh, Jack, blah, blah, what's next? Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, what, does Sam get up or... I don't think Sam did anything because it cuts to Jack anyway. So like it cuts okay. to Jack and he just like leans back and dies. And Sam is just still <laughs> sitting there. Like you're telling me like, his, he's like, tell Dean it's okay. It's not his fault. And Sam's like, you tell him yourself when he gets back. Like that was the most exhausting. Like really? And of course, by the time Dean comes back after dealing with this emotional trauma, he's like, oh, I did. I couldn't wait another second for you to walk back in the room. Can I summarize basically how I saw this real quick? Yep. Take that as a yes. Um, so I totally saw this as mom and dad are out of the room. They're too sad to be with their son who's dying. Well, Uncle Sam stays in the room to care for the kid. Is that am, like that's how yeah. I read that? Yeah, basically. Do you have anything mean, else you want to add to that? I was fine with Jack. Like, I wanted to, like, be sad and devastated about Jack's death, but it wasn't, it wasn't devastating at all. Yeah, I wasn't. I I will say I didn't expect him to die so early in the episode, but that's all. That, that's, like, all I had for that. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh, Sam flees with the Impala, and at first, when they go after him, it appears that... Uh, he's trying to make a deal with a crossroads demon. We see him crouched at a at a crossroads. Uh, but it turns out, no, he just was trying to find firewood for the pyre, for Jack, mm. to give him a hunter's mm. funeral, as he should, and broke down mm. because the axe broke. Okay. <laughs> it's so much I have to talk about about this one. One, I was so livid at Sam. And, like, I have in my notes, like, he finally tried to save someone. It wasn't Dean. So does it matter? See, I saw all of him, the time. I was so on the, I was so on the. Oh my god, he's got the. I totally believed them with the crossroads demon thing. I, totally I did too. Thought that was happening. Like, and they, he goes that that scene. The, my immediate thought was, oh god, not again. <laughs> so <laughs> I was relieved when he was just having a mental breakdown instead. No, I was livid. I was like, of all the, like, I was like, you gonna sell your soul for, you gonna sell your soul for Jack, but not Dean? Like, I was just, <laughs> I was a horrible girlfriend, because I would definitely drive a wedge between Sam and Dean. Because Sam is an awful brother, constantly, consistently, and Dean is always like, it's okay, Sam, you can be awful to me, I still love you anyway. And this was like the icing on a cake of my resentment to Sam when I saw him. In that moment, everything I hated about Sam was true. He had made a deal for someone who was not Dean, and he was willing to die for someone who was not Dean but wouldn't even look for Dean. So you had, you were, this must have been quite the emotional ride for you in this, like <laughs> half a second. Yes, it really was. Because he's like, what? No. And I was like, Oh, you better not have, you jerk. Like, oh, man. I was so mad. 
I like for different reasons. I was just like, no, no, not again. Please, not again. Let's not do this again. <laughs> you sound like they beat you up. <laughs> You're like, no, don't take my less money anymore, please. No, nah, not again. <laughs> I need that twenty. I need that twenty, please. <laughs> uh the level of emotion supernatural takes you through. This was like within a span of what five seconds. This was it was not a long one. <laughs> Oh god, I was like, th- I think this is the most emotional I got in this entire episode. Was I thought Sam was going to try to make a deal with the Crossroads demon, and I was like, oh please no. <laughs> and I think that's as far as my emotions went. No, like once we get to his mother, then I get to. Uh, uh, did you write about um, what's her name, Mary? Oh, calling Mary and the mm-hmm. lack of response. I did yes. not because she made no response. But let's actually cover well, that right now. If yeah, you want to. Yes, yes. Why? Because I was sitting there and I was like, how dare you go to a cabin with Bobby, probably banging him out. How and... long have they been there, by the way? Who knows? Who cares? My problem is you're telling me that you are not staying in contact with your sons who are constantly in apocalyptic type things. I have nothing to defend her with. Like, you're not, like, and my problem is, like, she didn't even answer. It would have made more sense to me as a hunter if you answered the phone. And why didn't they try Bobby? What gets me like, about this, like, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll ignore the fact that they didn't answer the phone. Fine, whatever. They're busy doing whatever mm-mm. gross. They're busy banging it out. That's what they're doing. I say that because it's Mary like, and Bobby, and for some reason that grosses me out. But I... Well, that, Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that's what ha- that's. I'm just saying that's what's happening. Oh yeah, totally. He what's is happening. like he but, is totally banging it out. Eh. But <laughs> they, um, I would have been fine with them just not answering, but like never responding. Didn't you make a huge deal about staying with Jack in the in the alternate universe? In the other world, yeah. Like, so, what was that about? That, so much. I mean, for they that? could always play it off like they like we just turned off our phones because he needed time to think. No. But they were too drunk just, to, to remember to do that. It's weird and it's bothering me because you just got your children back. You made this whole big thing about saying goodbye to them. And then suddenly you're like, I'm I'm with this man now. I can't answer the phone for you. Oh. I can't even call you back. See, this is why we need writers that know how to write women. Because, yeah, we would call them back if somebody died. That's even like a low bar. That's a really low bar to to make. Like mm-hmm. we would call them back. But I'm done. I'm done ranting about how awful Mary was. All right, yeah, Mary was terrible. I I was so Mary is by far the worst character. Like now. Yeah, she I is... agree. Mm. And that's the writer's fault. I blame them. Yes. Okay, so Sam, I actually had a very brief summary for this part. Um so they decide to they were going to make a pyre and have a funeral and everything, but then they decide to mourn and, and have drinks and celebrate his life as they should. And we have a scene with all of them drinking together and blah, blah, blah. Sam, Dean passes out on the table, naturally. Um, next morning, Dean finds that Sam called Lily Sunder to translate Kevin Tran's translation of the angel tablet. Uh, because, of course, Sam believes that there's a way to bring Jack back with creepy angel magic stuff. Discuss. All right. So, yet again, I was living in Sam. I was like, again, you are trying to save someone who is not dead. I want this same energy, Sam. Keep that same energy that you had every time Dean died. 
every time? If you can't tell, I was highly upset about this. See, I was just like the whole time eye rolling because it, I was like, no, of course they're not going to stay dead. Why would he stay dead? He died so early in this episode. Why wouldn't he stay dead? Well, obviously, but my issue was keep that same energy. Like, you didn't have none of this energy for Dean, your actual flesh and blood brother, when he died several times. Even the first time, he didn't have that same energy. And now that, oh, sure, it's sad. He's one. He died. But (laughs) (laughs) But we have, like, Jack, who is not related to you by blood, and you've only known him a year. And while you may have a close connection to him, it's several people who have died along the way that you have not fought this hard to bring back. I don't know. I can't defend it. I, I want to say it's character development, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. On, on that if note, it's I character development, I hope he keeps the same energy the next time Dean dies. The next time Dean dies. Wow. <laughs> Can that be the quote? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause that's my issue. Because I know we both know that Sam is not. Sam is probably just going to go away with some random woman who is already married and her husband shows back up and is just like, yeah, I'll let your husband have you because I love you. But I love you enough to let you go. Have you seen his mom? I'm thinking we know where he gets it. Well, no, because she was really in love with their father until she died. I meant with Bobby right now. Well, I don't know. This is weird. She spent a lot of time with Bobby. Like, don't make me defend her, Adelaide. Like, <laughs> you made me try. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything for that. She's horrible. I agree. Let's move on. Um. All right. Fine. Um. Oh, what were your thoughts? You didn't say what your thoughts were. Oh. Um. I. My whole thing was just this entire episode for me was just eye rolling because not again. They're bringing somebody back that died. Why do we have to go through this every season, Supernatural? I am so bored of this plotline. I would have been better off if you had found a cure. Some sort of cool, magical cure that we could have had. But no, you had to kill them and then bring them back. Because I guess that's how you cure people. I mean, I guess that is how you deal well, with Well, they did try to games, find a... But... They, found, they tried to find a cure. I know, but uh, it was But it didn't episode. work. Like, it didn't work. I know, but why couldn't we have more of that? Why couldn't that have been the thing? Although then I would have been complaining that it was dragging on too long and just kill him already. So, I guess there's no winning with you right now, Supernatural. Um, do you want anything else to add there? Nope. Okay. Um, so, Lily has stopped using magic. It, brief background about Lily. She was the... She was using angel magic a long time ago because her daughter died and killed by another angel and blah, blah, blah. There was stuff going on with her. Uh, so she's since stopped using angel magic, which has caused her to age significantly. And there was a spell that she used to keep, that sacrificed a teeny tiny bit of her human soul. Um, and that it kept her young and alive. And if Jack is willing to do the same, he could use a little piece of his soul to keep himself alive. And she assures them that it would be just a teeny tiny little bit. It would not do ult- any damage ultimately overall. Um... And Which, of course, means that it will destroy him and turn him completely soulless. Yes, of course. Like, naturally, we're going to have something horrible backfire, and it will kill him again, only to be brought back. Like, to be part of the Winchester crew, you have to die multiple times. It's a rite of passage. Um, and she, like, the only part of this deal is that she wants to see her daughter in heaven again. That's it. That That's her main goal here. 
um, what did you think of this very convoluted Well, I think her main goal is to avoid hell. Well, yes. <laughs> but also, the secondary part, let's see her daughter again. Yeah, like, because she's, she's putting it off like, I'm going to hell, but my daughter's in heaven. And that, No, you just don't want to go to hell. Like, and I'm sure killing angels doesn't get you a one-way ticket to heaven. <laughs> Wouldn't it be interesting, though, like, depending on how many angels you kill, no matter what, like, if it was, like, a rule where you can't kill any angel, even if they're trying to kill you? That would suck. And also, that would mean <laughs> Dean and Sam are absolutely screwed. Well, they're constantly in heaven and hell. I don't think that really, if we're being honest, they I don't think it to, matters. They get to they go get, to the empty at this point. They get to walk in and out wherever they want. So Hypothetical question. Do you think they will ever actually die? I think that will be the last season. <laughs> like the last episode, they die. I hope one of them dies. Like, I know I hope exactly which one you're thinking, too. <laughs> well, I said, I hope it's Sam. I am not. <laughs> I hope Sam dies and Dean and Castiel are just there together in the house with a dog and Jack. See, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I want, I want somebody to stay dead. And then, of course, <laughs> Dean and Castiel married with a dog and Jack. Uh, Castiel's going to go to hell immediately, or going to be taken by the empty immediately. So, sure. You know. <laughs> like, and Sorry, Dean would Dean. just be there devastated. So that's <laughs> the next season, is that Dean has to bring Castiel back. <laughs> Sam stays dead. Castiel's just gone. For, Castiel's now Sam 2.0. And of course, the the, the following season, the empty is just destroying the whole world because it wants Castiel. See, Supernatural, we're writing the seasons for you at this point. We already know what's coming. Oh my god. Uh, what was the main topic now? Um, Her using the spell. Specifically the spell. And using a little bit of the soul to keep herself alive. And doing this for Jack. And uh, this was so convoluted and annoying. I hated it. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was. I was surprised she didn't use her soul. I felt like that would have been the the everything like her little sliver of soul would be the thing that binds Jack to human like the human world. So yeah, I would have liked that better. Like, cause that's why I thought she died initially, but then they were like, "Do you know the toll it would take on you?" You know how hard I just rolled my <laughs> eyes. It actually physically hurt. Um, <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, and this is this was something that just popped into my head. It well it popped in my head earlier because it's down in my notes, but I just remembered it. Um. Where the hell is everybody? This bunker is empty. Where is everybody? They are mourning Jack in their own way. No, they're not. Where are they? They're out hunting. No, they're not. Where are they? <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything else, Adeline. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> Just because, like, if you make such a huge deal early in the season that Castiel, or not Castiel, that Sam is this leader, and this bunker is constantly filled with activity, and everybody's checking in with him. One, his phone has not gone off once. And two, where is everybody? Jack even had this, like, kind of girlfriend that died for him to have character development come back. And why are we... Where is everybody? Where'd they go? You can't tell me they're all off hunting and that no one's talking to Sam now. They're talking to each other now, Adelaide. They don't need Sam at this moment. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. It's Extras are expensive, right? Is that the thing? I mean, no, uh, they don't have speaking roles. I don't think they would be that expensive. Just, you know, bodies in the background to walk around right. occasionally. Just, you know, all you need is, like, a hologram projection at this point. I mean, if we're being honest, like, 
extras aren't that expensive. They're what, like ten bucks plus some food. Yeah. All you needed was like five people. Yeah, like at minimum. I don't care if you have the entire place filled to the brim. Just like the occasional activity to show that they're still there. Because for the last couple episodes, we haven't seen or heard about them at all. And I would think that Jack dying would be a major point for a lot of them. Nope. No one cares except Sam, Dean, and Castiel. Mm, The awkward moment where it's true that the audience outside and inside don't care that much. (laughs) I will stop throwing so much shade, I swear. Um, Okay, moving on after that. Uh, So they summon Anubis to see where her soul will go after death. And um, full disclosure, shortly after this, the episode stopped loading for me and I lost the last five minutes. So I've had to go off of summaries based on this part. Um... So Anubis checks us all with the little cool little abacus sequence um, and finds that she will definitely be going to hell. Um, okay. Maybe it's just because I need something to latch on because after this I lost it all. Um, what did you think of this? Because I actually really liked the little scene with the abacus and weighing it and how that worked out. And I know it was really small, but I like the little details. I agree with you. And I appreciate it when they had trapped him and he was like, yeah, my fate won't change. Hers won't change, but yours might. <laughs> I was living. I do like that he made the point of, um, uh, that he made that point, which was basically, you know, you're going to go to hell too if you don't let me go, right? Like, you guys are kind of screwed. If you don't let me go, like, she might be going to hell, but now you're all definitely going to hell. Well, no, he said she's definitely going to hell, but you two, you might go to hell now as well. Which, considering the levels that they went to, I don't know why that was a threat. I thought they were just going to keep him and keep it pushing. I kind of did too, honestly. I'm surprised they let him out. Um, also, I want to say, like, Anubis? I thought that was a little weird. No? Just me? I mean, they explained why. Like, they passed over his father. <laughs> well, I know, but it still felt like you're reaching for things at this point, Supernatural. I know Anubis isn't, like, super obscure or anything it's actually he's not obscure at all it's just it felt like his use here was a little out of place when they could have had another well uh, they said um when their god left they needed another one to fill in okay but so fine. stop with all their loopholes like it makes sense in that context <laughs> fine whatever fine i'll give you that one if they have to <laughs> just feels like they're it for me it just feels like they want to find anything that they can and from the writing perspective, at least, it feels like they want something new, so they brought in Anubis. They want something different, so they brought in something else. And it feels like at some point they're just they're grabbing from shelves that they don't need to be grabbing from. And it feels well, odd. You are the one who said you want to see other gods, so... Yes, but I want to see it, I don't know, not suddenly and <laughs> randomly and then gone in the next episode, because no one's going to talk about this again. Well, I mean, we also had Kronos who was gone and then came back. I mean... The time-traveling god, so. Mm, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lily, okay, so, this is where I have to go off everything else. Uh, Lily refuses to do the spell because her soul will be sent to hell and thus she won't be able to see her daughter. Uh, they convince her to do it. Um, after all, how could she let them go through the same pain of losing her child like she lost hers? Alright, I know you definitely have thoughts on this, so... Go ahead, Jasmine. So I was ready for Lily to just say, okay, I don't care. This isn't your child. Angels murdered my child, so why would I help an angel? Like, I don't care if he's only half. Secondly, 
like I would have rather seen Castiel like I will give you my life in exchange for his or something like that. Like the fact that if we're being honest, if I was her, I would have unfinished business because Castiel was still alive. And this was a cop out to get rid of her and to give her a happy ending. See, I don't I actually wanted her I mean, based on my summary of this, because again, I couldn't see it. Um I was one, very angry that this is the way they went with this. And two, I would have liked her to just be like, no, you know what? No, I'm not helping you. No, why should you use this against me? You're having me help a half-angel child, and you're saying, hey, by the way, you know that pain you went through losing your child? Same thing with mine. This isn't your kid. You've known him for a year and a half. This is not the same. And Dean tried to kill him for the first portion. Exactly. You tried tried to kill him for the first six months, Dean. Chill out. And, um... I just, this isn't the same as losing a child. This is losing a friend. This is losing somebody you care deeply about, yes. But this is not losing your child. And to make that comparison really bothered me. You have anything else you want to add to that? Or are you done no, talking I'm d- about I'm this done. stupid Like, I'm point? done with that whole stupid plot point. <sighs> Alright, so, of course, uh, Lily Sunder agrees to help with them, and uh, she does her spell. Um... The spell kills her, sacrificing herself. Uh, she gets brought to... Or we see her before Anubis, and Anubis says um, uh, to say hi to her daughter in heaven because this tilted it enough in her favor to bring her to send her to heaven. So now she gets to be with her daughter. Yay, happy ending. That's supposed to bring us tears. Um, how? I don't know. Like, I'm just asking how this happened. How did she get tilted enough in, from going to hell to going to heaven? Because it wasn't close. Oh, no, it was honest. not close. If you look at that abacus, there's no way that was close. So, like, what was the what is the ratio of hell to heaven for this one? I don't know. I guess <laughs> saving and helping the Winchesters gives you a lot of bonus points. Nothing else. That that was my only question. All right, I so. got nothing for that. I don't know why it would tilt in their favor. I just plot device. I guess happy ending. Yay. Okay, so with that, we will talk about Jack and his adventures in heaven, which sounds like it could be a boring sitcom, honestly. Uh, So Jack, we see him starting off in heaven uh, with Sam and Dean reliving his best memories. um, And midway through the first memory, he goes, uh, something's not right. And he starts wandering around in heaven and gets out of his little personal, personal little room and is fairly quickly attacked by some black ooze that starts chasing him down the hallway. Uh, and this is the first we see. He should have been swallowed by the empty at that moment. Yeah, like, I'm, really I don't mean should. to interject you, no, but like he ducks in a corner. You, so go ahead. Like he ducks in a corner, and you're telling me that that corner stopped the empty from filling it up. What was in that corner? God himself? No, because God is off with um, Amara at this point. He's having family bonding time. So I don't I don't know. What did you what did you think specifically about Jack um kind of sensing that something was off and being able to walk out pretty quickly? Well, they explained that it was his angel half. Well, yes, I know that, the... but what did you think about it? I was fine with it. I didn't care. Cassie Al doesn't stay in heaven. Like we've literally seen no angels in heaven except the live ones. So I was like, Okay, that makes sense. I accept your explanation. Well, no, they're not so live anymore. Um 
All right, so... The shade. The shade. <laughs> hey, that wasn't as bad as the one earlier. I will fully admit that. That was not as bad. Um, okay, so Jack finds his mother's personal heaven. Uh, and at the time, she's this young girl playing with her dog. Uh, he introduces himself, and we have the camera change, and she becomes uh, the her adult self and recognizes him. They have a little family bonding moment that I assume was supposed to be emotional and, and cute and bring everybody to tears, but I did not feel it, and I have no soul. So that is why I did not feel it. Did this work for you at all, Jasmine, or was I? Yes, okay. this was my misty moment. Like, and I was like, oh, like, this was sad. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she turns into an adult and hugs him. It's the realization that she's in heaven. But why are you here? Did you, is she, like, realizing that her son has died and that's, like, I was, like, ugh. my only issue was he didn't explain that he was only a year old. So, like. I admit I had the same thought where I was, like, you know, maybe you should say that you're only, like, a year and a half at most. and Because he looks 30. He looks like he had a real whole life. He really does. Even if it was short. And he comes in there and he's, like, yeah, mom, by the way, I'm, I'm here. And she freaks out because her son is dead. Naturally, she would freak out about this. And seeing him from that perspective, she would think, my son is at least a young adult. He has had a fairly, fairly longish, not longish life, but, you know, long for supernatural beings. Um, or at least long for Sam and Dean Winchester. And um, so you'd think at that point she'd be like, okay, well, at least he had some life. And he's like, I, I don't know, I just would have appreciated, no, I'm only a year and a half old. I haven't had much of a life. I haven't seen much else other than actual pain and death. I haven't even had sex, even though the girl who wanted to have sex with me tried to kill me. Why does it have to come back to Jack's sex life? <laughs> please. Please, why? Because I know that you desperately were wanting me to mention that. Uh, no, I was not. That's the opposite of what I wanted you to mention. <laughs> why you do this? Okay, Just because of that, I'm skipping ahead now. Um, so Castiel... Uh, Castiel comes to heaven to retrieve Jack's soul for the Winchesters and the whole, like, let's make sure nobody ever dies permanently thing. Uh, he finds a bunch of angels that have been attacked by this scary black ooze. And one, did, did he heal her or did she just awaken? Because what was happening there? Because Duma comes, wakes up and says, oh yeah, we were attacked. and and Yeah, she woke up with the black stuff in her nose and I was like, I don't trust her. Get away. See, Castiel should not be allowed to do this because Castiel is, no offense, Castiel, but you're kind of dumb. You're like a golden retriever. You trust everything. And this is a bad idea. So, yeah, she woke up, black ooze in her eyes, and she's like, we were attacked. Please save us. And no one believed, no one thought, oh, wait, this is probably the thing that attacked her. Do you want to cover that more or should I just continue on? I mean, I, I, I instantly thought it. I don't know why no one else thought of it. It was like, okay, I would not be around this thing. Everybody else was like, it's cool. She's the only one who woke up. But that's perfectly reasonable that she survived the empty. Everyone else is dead. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's weird. It's not okay. And I was very concerned the minute that I saw them. And the minute I saw her wake up. And at first I thought Cassiel healed her. And I was like, okay, that's justified. But now knowing that she definitely woke up, I was like, you know... She's probably the empty that has been running around in heaven attacking and killing things. Why are you taking her with you in her search? Why are you doing this? Cassiel, come on. Like, don't don't be the dumb golden retriever. Don't be that person. Okay, so 
Uh, Naomi, no, not Naomi. Du uh, Numa accompanies him to search for Jack. Uh, Naomi shows up, perfectly timed, to inform Castiel that the empty is in heaven and is searching for Jack because of his angel half. It, be it believes that because he is half angel, it rightfully belongs to it. Um, and the empty begins to take over Naomi, and Castiel and Duma run into Kelly Klein's personal heaven, knowing Jack will be there since he wasn't in his own. So, with this information, what did you think of this plot twist? I mean, I was thinking he's half human, so... I mean, wouldn't part of... Like, how would you do that? What happened to the other Nephilims? Was there, like... Am I the only one who was wondering that? Well, I think... I know that they said for a long time there hasn't been many Nephilims. There was one... And we discussed that that was a lie. Yeah, well, and we, there was we, one that was... We saw that one girl before, and she died. They took her grace and killed her, so... Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. I don't know where they would go. Presumably the Empty... I mean, the Empty wasn't awake then, so maybe it just didn't care. Am I reaching too far for this? I, I, I don't have an answer here. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Alright. Um, okay, so they find Jack. Uh, the plan is that Jack is supposed to return to his own body, losing a small piece of his soul, um, and then he will be able to live. And heaven will be safe because the empty or the heaven will be safe from the empty because Jack is alive and not in heaven and the, and the empty can't get to him there. Jack is not happy about this because he's dumb. And he says um, Duma is revealed to be the empty because duh. And she attacks. Uh, Castiel fights her and sacrifices himself in favor of Jack offering his soul to the empty instead of Jack since he's the one that woke the empty in the first place. Um... So the Empty takes this deal, saying it will only uh, take Castiel once he has lived a long life, long enough to forget, and long enough that when he thinks he's happy, that's when the Empty will claim him. Okay, what did you think of that? I thought... <laughs> I thought this was stupid. I was like... Mm. It was stupid, but I also appreciated it. Um, also, I don't think we talked about enough about Kelly Klein. Like, if you want to go back to how, Kelly Klein, we can. And she was like, Castiel, you're here too. Castiel is an angel. You shouldn't be surprised that he's here, if we're being honest. You should have been more surprised that he wasn't there greeting you. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, because he, he could have left Jack for a second, or even brought Jack with him, and been like, Kelly, you know, I'm taking care of your son. I just wanted you to see him since you didn't get this chance. But I digress. I thought that the empty was okay. I thought that Cassiel saying I'll go with the empty. I was like, okay, so that's next season. Got you. Yeah, that's basically just setting up for next season's um, uh, next season's whole plot, I guess, their whole arc for that season. And no, now we have to protect Cass from dying, which is we have to find another source of drama which is not somebody is dying that we have to stop at, at least not like within their circle because they've died so often it really loses its it loses its potency and it's not it's not a threat anymore um okay so the empty uh, the empty agrees uh Cass says that not to tell Sam and Dean uh Jack is worried and Cass tells not to tell them because they'll just worry uh, he also tells it that he did it because he loved him and he's happy with his decision. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Spell works. Um, Castiel, or Jack is back and alive. 
Uh, and as a reward for getting them out of the empty, Naomi gives them Michael's location. Because Castiel saved heaven and he earned it and is protecting them. That's where the episode ends-ish. Um, as far as I know, because I missed the last five freaking minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was stupid. I was over Naomi. I was over Castiel. I was over Jack. Like, I'm ready for his soul to, like, keep burning away until he's basically Lucifer. Which kind of feels like that's what's going to happen next time. <laughs> along with the empty. And then they have to give up Jack and this will all be for naught. So I think no. with this one, one of the things I felt that I probably should have said earlier was that Jack, when he's in heaven, the entire point of that was to show them that the empty is a threat. And when I first saw him running from the, the black ooze, um, I assumed it was, I assumed that that was going to be a major plot point and not resolved at the end of the episode. And now that I realize it was resolved at the end of the episode, I'm actually kind of mad that we spent this long on this whole stupid thing. Um, I mean, I'm kind of mad that we spent this long on the whole Jack subplot. This is a subplot. I agree. This was not. Like, I agree entirely. Also, where the hell is Nick? Good question. Because I was thinking about, I thought that was Lucifer, not the empty that brought us up. Yeah, I legitimately so, thought that was Lucifer who woke up, and I'm very surprised that it was the empty. And um, part of me wonders what the heck the point of even praying to Lucifer was if the empty's just going to wake up and try to take over everything instead. Well, maybe Lucifer escaped while the empty was there. All right. I, how many villains do we have to have in one <coughs> season, Supernatural? Enough, at least. Because right. you have to have the villains of the week, then you have to have the mid-season villain that gets wrapped up. Then you have to have the major overarching villain that we didn't know was a villain until he became a villain. I don't think that justifies it at all. <laughs> Alright, so where do you think this is going to go with Michael's location? Do you think we're finally going to get... Because we've got one more before the mid-season break here. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. don't care. I'm trying to care. Like, you're trying to make me care. I am done with... Like, I thought he was blind last episode. So... <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> um, I was just thinking that, because one of the things they hinted at was that um, does Dean need to, need to give him more, or does he need to have permission again to uh, take over Dean's body? And that's one of the things that the director was hitting at. And so leading up to that, I feel like if that's a question at all, no, he probably does not need permission again. Thoughts? Comments? So I take it you didn't see the um, thing that they released. There was a thing the, they released. The teaser oh, or the no, episode thing. But again, because okay. like things stopped loading for me because come on, CW website, please. All right, so no, I didn't get to see that, unfortunately. Do um, you have anything else you want to add for the end of the podcast? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, so that was this episode of Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition, uh, Supernatural Season 14, Episode 8, Byzantium. Uh, I was your host, Je Adelaide, and we have Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Um, yes, this was your host, Jasmine. Yes. I'm Adelaide. Yes. That. Everything is fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm trying so hard to concentrate on the new title that I'm losing everything else. <laughs> um, 
All right, can you do the plugs? Because I totally forgot to put it on the bottom of my notes. <laughs> and, like, do you trust me at this point? Because apparently now I'm Jasmine. Okay, so thank you guys for listening. You can find us at overpowerentertainment.com. You can tweet us at Real OP Tweets. You can tweet personally myself at OP Jasmine. You can tweet Adelaide at OP underscore Addie, A D D I E. So much effort. You can that. find us. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Real OP Graham. You can find us on Facebook, Overpower Entertainment. And we also have a Discord channel. That apparently is not in the description, but in the footer. But it should be in the description. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.